Tobin and Leroy. Leroy Horde was one of the baddest men. Nah, dude, they call me the kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> Tobin and Leroy, ready to deploy. Had to hit it with a little journalism, but that was a decoy. Better ask about me, boy. Okay, Leroy and Tobin, host of the showman. Still silly sauce with a show in. Till then, it's half moon open. Sometimes gold takes like a snowman. No proof, I'ma lie about a molding. No proof. Like I always wanted him, I never hated him, I never traded him, and if I did, I never ever traded him. What? What is in store? Like under the seat of the driver's side floor. It's Gucci's galore. So many more from six in the Mars. Never a bar. Man, if I'm honest, the damage is done. Silly sauce, unlimited funds. Join us on Twitch for unlimited fun. J Fig and Marcos, you waited or what? Toby Tobin, <laughs> two who Tobin is. Thanks, Slow Dog. What's going on, everybody? Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. Good to be back. Good to be back, everybody. Hello, Leroy. What's up? It's good to see you, man. Vlad, what's going on? Vlad filling in for Marcos today. What's going on, Tobin, man? Somewhere. You think Marcos enjoys cruises more than anything because he's half amphibian? Like he enjoys just uh, roaming you around ain't in the water. If anything, you be you feel bad that you can't jump in. You know, there's a rumor <laughs> going on that um, Marcos is um, no more from um, Black Panther too. They said that you've never seen both the <laughs> the villain character and the new Black Panther and the Marcos <laughs> at the same time. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Man. There's a there is some it's, there is some similarities and uh they do look alike, man. They do look alike. A, so yeah. spitting image, nearly, I, man. That's crazy. Uh, let's get to some headlines brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy a truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Uh, so the Miami Heat they're back in action tonight against the L.A. Clippers. Seven thirty tip off from the Heat's house. Uh, not Butler. feeling very. I'm not feeling real confident. You know what, dude? I almost wish Kawhi Leonard and uh, and Paul George would play tonight. I'd feel better about it. I feel like the C team is like, eh, heart of the matchup. Yeah, we'll give it to you. A terrible team. Who knows? I mean, watching Boyan Bogdanovich do what he did in front of my – I needed a day off. It was good. It was good for me. I needed a day away because I, I, I couldn't be held responsible for what I would have said yesterday if I didn't have a cool-off day. I figured that based on that game – on Tuesday night, whatever the trial was, you was gonna find him guilty. <laughs> uh, excuse me, why did he just shout out Boyan in the middle of the uh, the court? Well, well, sorry, Judge, held in contempt because he's just beside himself because Bogdanovich won't stop hitting threes. I mean, and it was like, geez, like it wasn't like accidental threes. It was dead. Nothing but net, all of them. Yeah, it was it was it was it was really an incredible display. I was like, wow! If this wasn't Bogdanovich, I'd be like, oh, this is amazing seeing this. But we used it, to have that guy. Now he sits on the bench. Yeah, can't now. even say. Can't even listen. I can't even say he sits next to UD because UD been getting action. He so uh, he's I mean, sitting by himself. And even that, even when he does get in, he's just completely lost his superpower. Like it's just. Uh, I feel like they broke him. I mean, getting like, you know what? Seeing what we've seen with Tua, mm-hmm. you think there's a different approach you could take with Dunks to get him going? Uh, yeah. Because he, he doesn't, like, like, he makes it sound like he's about that, you know, 
physical, whatever. And and I just you think I don't you know. Think, there's got to be a different way to get to him. You think you know? needs a little TLC? Yeah, a little love. Like just just go up to him and say, "You the best three point shooter in the league. Go do what you do." Yeah, maybe I'm not ruling it out. You because, could be right because he gets. It's they, like they need they need shooting. Like it's right. Like it's, but, but, Here's the problem. I don't care what line of work you're in, right? It's hard to do your job with the attitude, if I make any mistake, I'm going to second team or I'm going to lose my ranking or I'm going to do this. And And I think that's what he feels. So that first shot has so much angst on it when it goes up as far as determining what he's going to do the rest of the game and basketball is not that kind of sport. And he also used to be in a position where it was like willy nilly shoot as many as you want, shoot 20. And now right. it really feels like if it starts like over three, it's like, yes. right. And, 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 every, and I don't necessarily know if, cause I know the heat say, just keep shooting it. Mm-hmm. Right. They say that publicly. Um, but I don't know if he feels that way. And sometimes you could tell somebody to reassure them, but if they don't feel that way, they're not getting it. You know, they're not getting it. And so I don't know what it is. And and like when you see guys succeed or do something well, it doesn't go away. Yeah, he's still a very good shooter. It's, it's just, just something like the last year and a half have been like it. It would be tough if if I knew I was a three point shooter. And I'm shooting 40, 45%, but I got to be two for three to keep playing. That's tough. Well, yeah, we'll see if he gets action tonight. I mean, it seems like they're getting healthier, so I wouldn't even be surprised if Dunks doesn't get even any action because he was getting a couple. It's amazing. Don't you think that's amazing? You have the guy who made, got to 500 threes quicker than anybody in the history he uh dude, the nba not only that play. how about this he's on the brink of the franchise record like he uh he if he was playing you know probably is right it probably would have passed, passed already but he's how many away is he from tim hardaway he was not very far off of tim hardaway in the last i checked this um you know i was like oh that's that's probably like a month for dunks and he's he's done well with it, that record it, wait you gotta figure a month in in dunk years is like a year and a half. One now month. it is, yeah, yeah. Uh, so see. I just, I just don't know. I'm, I'm a firm believer that once you have proven you can do something in any sport, right? Just because you hit a struggle or a stretch, it doesn't mean that it goes away. Duncan Robinson is 20 behind Tim Hardaway for the franchise record. So he'll get it at some he, point this year. Like it, like there was a time where realistically you could have said that could have gotten done in a week and a half. Right. From him. Right. Six or seven games. Yeah. And uh, now it's like, yeah, who knows? I'm sure he'll probably get it by the end of the year. But like he definitely. When he gonna... gets it, when he gets it, it's not going to be that isn't eventful. That... Because All right. Isn't that, that's a crazy thing. Like that's a big mark. Think about that. Like this right. guy did it in, in, in four in years a, in a crazy amount of time. And it's going to be like, is this a thing he's going to celebrate? Because. He should have probably had it already if he was in his regular role that he was in most of the time in his career, which was starting. 
I'm not advocating for. I'm not saying like he should be put back in the starting lineup. I just think it's it's pretty weird that it's weird. We've Wait, to this point. I'm gonna tell you what's weird. When you dress eight and still don't play. Yeah. That was like that, I don't know. What, well, that was. I'd say what has happened with Duncan Robinson that you could dress just a little bit over your roster, and he still can't get in the game. There was this crazy uh, port part of the game uh, against the Pistons. So the Heat, they were pretty much rolling. Tyler was unbelievable. And then, like, the first bench unit in is, like, it was, like, the first three guys were Vic, Jovich, and Duncan. Because Gabe was out. Dane, Dwayne Demon was out. So you had three guys. One guy making his season debut. And two guys that were basically in Spoh's, uh doghouse who weren't playing. And so, like, this lineup is just, like, clunks McGee, like, all over the place. No buckets. Pistons get right back into it. Um, so I know nobody wants to hear this, hmm? especially Tyler. This team could turn around right away if they did one thing. Move Tyler back to the second unit and move Vic to the starting. Uh, I don't know if I trust Vic shooting enough to do that. I don't, but, but, but here's the deal. Okay. If he doesn't score, you're getting the defense. Uh, yeah, but I think that's I, – I don't know if I necessarily start off games like that, though. Like, I get you maybe closing games, that'll be a thing. I love the way he looked, dude. I'll tell you that. I loved his aggressiveness. I thought his burst looked good. Um, I, He has just – immediately – it's the funny. It's the funniest thing. Like, immediately, he's already going right to the rim and, they, and, and getting free throws. I love that from him. Like, because even at his weakest, even at his physically not the best, he was doing that in the playoffs last year. And to think, like, that's the one bright spot you could take out of that embarrassment from uh, a couple days ago because it is only December 7th. You have a lot of time to work him in now with everybody. And I do think, actually, you think of a in its hypothetical, him and Strews coming off the bench together, that's a nice little, that's a nice little right. tandem. It's either so. going to, it's either going to be, it's either going to be Tyler or Vic. Tyler's but, not coming off the bench, dude. They're not doing it. Okay. I don't. I'm not, I, mean, I get your like, point of it. I just. It's right. just not happening. No, I know. But 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 at what point are you gonna get in the season and like, hey man, this gives us the best chance to win, mm-hmm. and we can't we can't we can't we gotta leave that ego out and say, dude, we ain't got no scoring. Like, well, okay, great. You and and Bam. And and whoever and and Jimmy and whoever the other two guys are, you go in and get a 15 point lead, right? And it's gonna piss those starters off if they go out and get their break, and then that second unit comes in and give up going a 15 to two run, and now they got to go back in the game quicker. So there's a lot of things going into this. Now I do I, I do believe this. Vic gives you some of the same things that Tyler does. So when I say I when I say I would like to see Tyler with that second unit, it's only because I think he's better at it right now. Mm-hmm. Not because I think Vic is better. Yeah, I'm sure Vic's gonna have to knock off some rust for sure. But I liked I don't know, I just like the confidence that the he energy, played with that first game. Energy, yeah. I liked it. Um, and, and you got to be careful 
Last time he knocked the rust off, he was out for, for, for three months. So we're not knocking nothing off. We gently brushing, brushing away like lint. We're brushing away the rust like 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 we we dusting off, you know, when when you're, you're up north and you get the snow on your windshield, we're gently we're turning on the, the, the uh, defrost and we're gently scratching the ice off. We're not pounding it gently because we don't want to break the glass. You make right? a good, you make a good infomercialist. <laughs> Wait, well, I can do this. Hey, I can do the slam. Wow. <laughs> slam chop, whatever that is. Slap chop. Slap chop. Slap, Slap chop. We'll take a quick break. You guys can text the show 305-567-0560 on the Kendall Toyota text line. Streaming live on Twitch. Miami 560WQM is our channel there. You guys can get in on the chat. Take your comments there. Tobin and Leroy, back with more after this. All right, welcome back, everybody. Tobin and Leroy back here on 560 WQAM. It's hey, December is David Buster's month. Go to WQAM.com and for your chance to win a $250 gift card to David Buster's in Hollywood. Watch your favorite sports and we'll treat you to food, beverages, and games at David Buster's. Eat, drink, play, watch sports at David Buster's in Hollywood. So the Marlins didn't get Aaron Judge. hey but but i did but i did get a special delivery what'd you get a case of kiwi strawberries oh oj mcduffie paying off his bets huh paying up there you go paying up oh yeah i saw this one clip that was put out by bally sports florida with kim ang uh (laughs) she's like she's like what'd you get from the uh from the winter meetings, you know, we didn't get a lot of uh, results, but came out with a lot of information. <laughs> I was like, what information? <laughs> I'm sure like, yeah, you should have said, can he hit? <laughs> can, can he play the field? I think the information was, Hey, we can't afford anybody. They're all making $300 million now. <laughs> like now. <laughs> Ooh, excuse well, bless me. you. Bless you. I have a question. Yeah. So, I have a. I, I know in basketball, one person can make that much of a difference. I, I know in ball, depending on who it is, it can make a big difference on a defense with a pass rusher, a quarterback, or a skilled player, you know, on offense. Mm hmm. But in baseball, if you spend three hundred million to make that three hundred million work, don't you have to spend another two hundred million? Uh, because one guy, I mean, when is one guy going to make that much of a difference? I mean, that's what the the Padres are doing. They just spent another three hundred million on Xander Bogarts yesterday. So on top of him, Tatis, Manny Machado, they are spending. Yeah, it's crazy. So right, you gotta, but, but you see what almost, I'm saying. Almost a billion in contracts. Yeah, but but so do you understand what I'm saying though? Like, I don't know, like, even if the Marlins wanted to spend money, right? Even if they wanted to, mm-hmm. 
it wouldn't have to it, it wouldn't be able to be just one player they're not one player away i think with so the, i think what the money buys you is you know yeah i get i get your point and i think the thing that's tough for the marlins right now being in this division with three teams that can spend money and especially the mets and the phillies who are spending wild money right you know they can just basically go cover up for their mistakes like and the problem with the marlins is it's I'm with you. It's not the money that's the biggest issue for me right now. This it's is such the a money bare... they're spending. They're spending it on guys that aren't, you know. Yeah, it's that, and then also like the coverage so bare as far as hitting prospects are concerned. Like you don't even have anything to supplement these guys with. Like ideally, you would go get one of these guys as maybe that final piece or a veteran presence in the lineup. You know, the only guy that they have is Jazz. And, like, you know, you can't count on him yet to stay healthy through a whole season. So you just, you know, so play a whole season in a non contact sport. I mean, you know, he had a lot of the, I think he had a torn meniscus coming into the year and then broke his back spinal. So, I mean, I get it. I I understand. But, but it's just, it's, it's always been a question that when you see all these guys signing these players to big contracts, they already have spent a substantial amount of money. You're right. And that's almost like the cherry on top. No, you're right. Like, look, they're usually like you're seeing there's a, you know, you're seeing these same teams that are going out there and they're spilling cash all over the place. But, you know, the Phillies, you know, looked at this situation with like Trey Turner. They're like, oh, we were almost there last year. Let's go get another piece. Three hundred right. million dollars. Right. You know, the, Met, the Mets, we were almost there last year. What are we going to do? We're going to spend $90 million on Justin Verlander right. for two years. Because, because here's what ends up happening. You get a guy in one of these trades that ends up being that dude. And he's by himself. Yeah. So in order to actually, um, you know, protect your asset, you have to go spend more money and put players around him. It just that's it, where they go they go wrong because like the best team they had as far as having guys and maybe only being a couple of pieces of parts when they had Stanton and Yelich and and that team yeah and they were all young mm-hmm. no 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 and they haven't really hit a crop like that in a long time like right just, and and they, so at what point I mean, literally with hitters they haven't gotten any but they at what some, point do you say this was our run like this was our chance to to like build on this instead of let's go build our farm system and go backwards like yeah i I mean there's a couple of i mean there's a couple of things that like change trajectory like that aren't like one i mean tragically jose died and then right. Gloria decided to sell the team. But I get you from that Could standpoint. Imagine him and Sandy in the same on the same pitching staff. I mean, they technically wouldn't have. Yeah, yes, that would be awesome. I mean, they probably would have lost Jose to free agency by the time Sandy would have gotten here. But I see what your point is. Um, I mean, but I, I, think, like- I think the thing that's disappointing is it all just feels rudderless at this point. Like they don't feel like they have the crop there. The money that they did spend last year didn't go anywhere. Um, and they just feel like they're going up just against juggernauts who can go cover that are already better than them. And then on top right. of them have more money than them. See this team. And, and, and I would say this, there's teams that have done it right. Right. The A's have been doing it right forever. Like yep. they're always in the mix some kind of way. 
Um, the Astros broke it down and built it back up, but the players that they built it back up with, most of them are still on the team, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the Marlins are somewhere in between. Like, they said we're going to, you know, when they got rid of Stanton and Yelich and all those dudes, they said we're going to break it down and build it back up through our farm system. And they built it up with guys that haven't come through yet. Yeah, and I think the thing that's probably annoying a lot of Marlins fans that are still out there is that you're getting a lot of the Danny Ainge leaks, which is, oh, we were in on this guy. We were almost there. We almost got him. Right. I'm like, all right, save it. You know what? Yeah. Here's what here's what you do. And 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 you can't do it the way the last regime did it and said, We gave Stanton the largest contract ever, but you only pay 15 million the first three years. And then you know you're gonna trade him by then. Had those wiggle room opt-outs. That was a, right. that was that was the Laurie Sampson special. So like my favorite was with Carlos Delgado though. They pay they, like I remember being so hyped getting Carlos Delgado and they put up some hocus pocus where they got him for like I don't remember what the whole contract was, but the first year was only like six million. And then it like beefed up to like 17. And of course he was a met by year two. Right. Like, like, don't don't you think from the standpoint of the fans? that the team needs to be a little more, a a little better with that. Stop trying to, oh, we got this player, right? And you got him on a contract where you don't have to spend any money and then you get rid of him, but you still want to get credit for bringing him in. The first thing, look, the first thing I want as a Marlins fan this year is to actually feel like I can watch a game and and see somebody hit a home run. So... I like first and foremost, either go trade this plethora of pitching you have to get some hitters or figure out whatever you guys have been doing over the last seven years to not find anybody who can hit the broadside of a barn and develop them and then make me feel like something is growing here because it feels like everybody who they call up from these miles just is hopeless. It just nobody works. And then going and spending the money, you're right, is pointless. I mean, we can sit here and yell about it. It's an old Thing right, that but that's say why Marlins... I don't even talk about it anymore because it's not that they're not spending enough money. It's the money that they're spending on players. Ain't you're not you're not maximizing your money. Well, it's cool, dude. Kim Man got a lot of information at this winter meetings. A lot of information. You know, I could have gave her the information before she left, and she could have stayed home. Y'all broke. Y'all not gonna spend no money. You know what? Don't hey. watch everybody else spend money. Look, props to her. At least she went to the winter meetings and didn't go to like a Sunday night football game like Jeets did his first week on the job. Was, uh, winter meetings. What I gotta go to that for? I'm gonna watch some Dolphins Patriots. Yeah. How about <laughs> this? Guess what happened? The Dolphins game got flexed to Saturday. Mm-hmm. And that's the same night as Big Spoon's Christmas party. <gasps> well, you got to put it on the screen. No, it's at a, it's not. I'm going to have to do the, I think I'm going to do a up? Robbie. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, so Big Spoon's Christmas party. You mean at the, at the company? You guys aren't hosting yeah. a Christmas party? No, the company. Um, I'm not no. But we got a lot of they got a lot of sports fans there. They got to put it up on a screen, dude. Yeah, but this is it's in it's at um it's at a restaurant. Like it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's at a nice like this. This must be fixed. This is not acceptable. You have to watch it live, Leroy. But who do I call? Because it wasn't. 
It got flexed. Call Goodell. What is what is the uh what is the name of the restaurant? I mean, you don't have to say it on the air, I, but I don't like know. maybe I don't maybe know. maybe call them up and see what, see what their TV situation yeah, is. Yeah, that yeah, that's the move, Toby. You got to call the restaurant. I think I went to a I think I went to another function they had there. Mm-hmm. And the restaurant is here and then they have like a a little bar it looks like happy hour bar. Oh, wait a minute. Because it's just people in there drinking and watching TV. It's almost like a sports bar attached to the. So mm. I, I don't know. Like, you know, usually you go. you go. Usually, usually even nice restaurants at their bar have one screen. And that right. screen can definitely get CBS. But here's the problem. Right. No, no, no. It, oh, it's going to be on CBS, right? Because this is an NFL look, network game. No, but it's lo- local. They have to show it locally, Vlad. So okay. Like, even for people who don't have it, it's like an NFL rule. So, yes, nationally it's on NFL Network, but I believe CBS picked it up locally. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I don't want to be that guy. Right? Where's Leroy? Because everybody want to chat me up. Of course. And I'm cool with that, right? I'm going to tell you, though, dude, you're not going to be the only one. Like, people are going to want to watch that game. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if people go. They ain't gonna be like they ain't gonna want to go out. I'm like telling you, dude. After Tua lights up the Chargers this week and embarrasses Justin Herbert, that game is gonna have so much hype behind it. Uh, people are gonna want to watch that game. Could I do a Robbie? It can't hurt. Uh, do do a little uh little tablet action. Tablet action. Yeah, uh, you, you, know. you might have to. You might have to. Because look, here's what happens at these Christmas parties. Like you go to you go to your wife's Christmas party, whatever. You go, you're a good trooper. You get home, there's rewards. Of course. But I you think it's a good life. but I honestly think But here's the here's the deal. It's when you in public with your wife, mm-hmm. it's very touchy. That that attitude and that mood could change if you just say something stupid. I understand. So if but... I tell the wrong person minus one, right? right. True. <laughs> for sass. I said that's a minus one for jackassery, my man. Minus <laughs> like, one. Like something like that. And everybody give me the stink eye. Yep. Then my wife go give me the look. I know what that means. I'm on uh, restrictions now. If you got any solutions for Leroy, hit us on up in the Twitch chat or on the uh, text line 305-567-0560. Speaking of the Dolphins. Get into a little bit of them as this big time matchup's coming up. To his thoughts on the Justin Herbert comparisons. Those are next. Look, I be riding through my old hood, but I'm in my new whip. Same old attitude, but I'm on that new stuff. They say they gon' ride me. See me never do nothing. Cause they know that's the reason they gon' end up on the news clip. Oh, tomorrow on my wrist. Bust down. We popping bottles like I scored a win. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Look at me. Hello. I'm going to tell you like this. Yep. Switchers, y'all trying to get me divorced up in here. What did they say, man? Let me just let me just go ahead on. First of all, we got Sergey Bob over Fivovsky. Uh-huh. Slip a little NyQuil in her drink a couple hours before you got to leave. Then when she wakes up, tell her you tried to wake her up, but she didn't, and you guys missed the party. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so now we now we drugging Big Spoon. Diabolical. That is right. diabolical, dude. Right. Or or here. Let's see. 
Where is another one? I feel like it's I, I feel well, one one guy said just tell him AT&T is coming over between 7 p.m. and 12 p.m. and you got to be there. I like Dan Saf who goes y'all like your coworkers enough to party with them. Stay home. But again, man, it should, ain't me. You should tell her you should do a weather report and tell her that it's going to rain and it's going to be thunderstorms and that's why you guys shouldn't go. You say well we bring an umbrella. Dude, like, come on. Why, why y'all think y'all, y'all, y'all think, hey man, it ain't that easy. Now, Big Spoon's on it, man. Speaking yeah. of weather, by the way, uh, can we get a weather update, Leroy, for the DeBenzman and Dover Law Firm? Your accidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7. Call him up, 866-954-MORE. I think he uses his broke thumbs. I think he just licks oh, his thumb and uses it. The window flex. Oh, uh, wind's blowing like 10 to 15 miles an hour. Wow. Coming out of the east, I see a plane just going on miles right now. It is partly cloudy, but I got to tell you, <laughs> it's been some of the most beautiful weather we've had in a while. It is gorgeous. Consecutive days. I mean, I got to, it's only about 80 degrees, 81 degrees. It's not going to get that warm. The humidity is not that high. What a beautiful day. Too bad yeah. I can't go. Yeah, it's tough, man. Are you uh, you getting the the gooses? You getting excited for uh, for Sunday night football though? Because you know we'll we'll get to your party when we get to it. But this week, it's got juice to it, dude. I I tell you what, it it, it really feels good. I think you unplugged you unplugged your mic, or you muted yourself. One or the other. Just unmute yourself. Unmute dude. yourself. We can't hear you. Yeah. There uh, you go. It it is it's really good when the team you follow and cheer for and root for or a fan of uh gets primetime games. Mm -hmm. I like when I was when I played with the Vikings, we got prime time all the time. Of course. Fun. Of course. And, and so uh it, from that standpoint, you should feel good about Dude. seeing your team on prime time. Nobody ain't gotta look to see what channel they playing on. They playing on the channel. Whatever Dude. channel got that primetime game, that's where the Dolphins play. I mean, they legitimately – I mean, they arguably have the most popular star in the game right now, too. Talk about, oh, leads Pro Bowl votes right now. He's right. the leading player in Pro Bowl well, votes. Tyreek Hill is – Tyreek Hill's five, number four. Fifth. He's five. He's four. Is he four? He's four. I thought it was who? It was uh, – who's it's one? Tua, Justin Tua? Jefferson, yep. then Mahomes, then Tyreek, then Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey. Yep. Wow. Yep. All right. All right. Which How deserved. about this? I got one that's even weirder for you. Hmm? That'll take you back. The Dolphins having two top five uh, Pro Bowl voters. How about this? What if I told you that the Detroit Lions are favored over the Vikings? Really? I could believe that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So the hosting this week, and what are they like? One point favorites, or they're probably like one and a half, one one to one and a half. That means this Vegas. Has, that means this Vegas has the makings of. Wait, this has the makings of a Vegas killing. Yeah, that means I'm just telling y'all. Vegas doesn't this, believe in Minnesota. Vegas doesn't. The the smartest guys in the world do not believe in Minnesota. That's I, it. You know what? I'm gonna tell you this. I have. I have come around on Kirk Cousins, and here's why. Mm -hmm. The guy hasn't had a stinker season 
ever. That's true. And we keep trying to replace him. No one's trying to replace him. I just don't think anybody is like, ooh, me, Kirk Cousins, give no, me a, no. yes. Tokman, I think when he says we, I think he's talking about Minnesota. Lions wouldn't have. No, they like him. <laughs> yeah, they like him. He's like they, they did like the him. thing where they threw the chains on him. Like, yeah, it's a it's a fun Kirk Cousins uh party, you know, just I mean, Washington, they get what they get. Right? Like, like uh, so they they got rid of they got rid of Kirk Cousins because they got tired of franchising him and they want to give him a, a big contract and they ended up with Carson Wentz. Good for you. Dolphin Kane says CBS had a QB ranking yesterday. They had two at eight. I saw that Chris Sims tried to like back off his crimes because he was like, Oh, the Dolphins actually exposed the 49ers defense. And he says anything and he thinks two is gonna get like you can say all the things you want, Chris Sims. You're still in hell. Like you're not getting out, dude. You are where you are. But uh, here is Tua. Yesterday I asked about the Justin Herbert comparisons. Of course, five, six going up against each other. And uh, here is what the Dolphins QB had to say about that. Yeah, I feel that uh, I've been very blessed to, to have gotten chosen, regardless of if I got chosen before him or after him. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just happy to be where I'm, I'm at. Um, I don't think anything of it. You know, I, I know everyone else outside of um, our building and, you know, fans want to make speculations about that. But uh, for for me, you know, I'm, I'm just very fortunate, very blessed to be in, in this position. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll let everyone else handle handle the, the talking with that. And, uh, you know, that's that's my stance on it. Minus one for lying. Wow. Because I'm going to tell, like tell you like this. Minus one. I'm going to tell you like this. He may not feel that way, but that damn GM does. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. Hey, when you've been getting blasted, now, he's done a good job. He, he's got some players that he's gotten through the draft and with trades, and, and he's flipped picks and the other players, and everybody gave him a hard time. Mm -hmm. But when you look at this team right now, he's got to get credit. For sure. Okay. Absolutely. But anytime you make one decision over the other, when it presents itself, you want to say, see, I was right. Justin Herbert definitely played a role, I think, in people unfairly jumping rats off a ship on Tua because they feel like because of his rookie record and because of the big arm, they're like, oh, you, you whiffed and let a generational talent slip by you, and the guy you took was damaged goods. When... I remember this market, dude. Nobody wanted J Justin Herbert. Nobody. Nobody wanted him. We were all so happy on draft night when Tua yep. got taken. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the reason that, you know, Tua did get everybody kind of buried him immediately is because Burro and Justin Herbert came out of the gate on fire. And I think that, you know, like the idea that he's not going to have any feelings about you know, leading him on prime time. There's no way that's not. Now, of course, he's not going to say anything because he's Tua. He's, he's not, as, as but, classy as it gets. But you know he's got to be feeling in his heart of hearts. I can't wait to smoke this 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 dude's teams. The, the thing I like about Tua is, and the reason why you can't totally say he's BSing because he's been consistent with how he's talked about everything, even when he was getting railroaded. Right? He stayed the course and he was, you know, pretty laid back about it. So I'm, I don't believe him, but I do believe that 
he may not think anything of it because with all the other stuff that's going on, the Justin Herbert thing is easy because you can go out and do something about that. You couldn't do nothing about the coach sabotaging your career. Yeah. I think, uh, but, but it's, it's gonna It's still like, it's going to be one of these things that it's, uh, <laughs> it's still one of these things where I think that Justin Herbert, I, the re it's so funny that the Dolphin fans have these feelings about him now. Cause there are, you know, now everybody wants to root against him. And it's like, I don't know two things about Justin Herbert. I never hear him talk. I know that he can sling that pill pretty far, but like, it would be nice where we could all be sitting back and be like, Oh, Justin Herbert is probably dealing with banged up ribs this year. He is dealing with uh, a boob of a coach. He no! is dealing with his players. Ah, out. No! And here's the thing. I would do that. If you guys weren't such rat bastards to Tua, right? I mean, so Tua, F off. Tua came in with he had hip surgery, right? He wasn't like let's be clear. And here's the biggest thing I problem I have with this whole Tua thing. He was not supposed to play the first year. Every time we talked about him in the draft, you said he's gonna get a red shirt year, a chance to get healthy, a chance to, 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 to get his hip where it needs to be to play at this level. And then he ended up playing his rookie year. And we graded him. We, we, we said, oh, he sucks. He's a bust. So, yeah, I, I just think his career got off to a bad foot. Uh, uh, the wrong, got off on the wrong foot for a lot of different reasons. But I'm glad that he had the, 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 the you know, just the stones to fight through it, right? Because, look. We know a couple of other guys that probably get drafted in some bad situations. It ruins their career. We've, we've seen it so many times where a guy comes into a situation as a highly touted quarterback right, and, and goes to a team that has no leadership, no good coaching, and whatever, and he ends up nowhere. Ask Josh Rosen. Where the hell is Josh Rosen? I think he's in the XFL. Think about that. Really? No, but he will be. <laughs> <laughs> Take a quick break. You guys can text the show 305-567-0560. Our Tua coming up next. All the way from L.A., the Clippers visit the Heat tonight. Preheat gets the night going at 615. Jump ball at 7.30. 